Something Something Dragons, episode 39. Beasts and Manticores and Corpses. Oh my. And welcome to the Something Something Dragons podcast, a part of the Untold Stories Project. This is our actual play of the Carrion Crown Adventure Path. I am your host and Game Master Aaron. With me today, as always, are the Rainbow Squad. Say hello, heroes. Hello, heroes. Hi. Hello. 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 When last we saw our heroes, you had gone to the village. Well, village is perhaps generous the tiny settlement of Morast, to find out why they said that the beast had killed 10 people. You interviewed Lasney, who was made helpful, uh, who explained to you that there had been disappearances. Finally, they had set a trap where they saw the beast going into someone's home, and they chased the beast into the swamp where the beast was attacked by a blood caiman, and they saw that it had been dragged down over near where the island that they had been using as a boneyard, which they have now abandoned since the beast's blood tainted the place. You guys then took boats out to that island. You were starting to look around when you were attacked by a manticore who had made her nest in the island. You mercilessly killed the poor innocent creature. Yep. And... I believe that's where we left it things off. No one's going to challenge me on mercilessly killed the poor innocent creature. Was going to, well, I want to say that nope. for the record, Eklund was very much uh, wanting to like parley with it, but it came at him. It did. He's willing to talk to an animal as long as it doesn't try to kill him first. So that all seems correct, except for the innocent animal part. <laughs> Partially. We rejoin our party, battered and bloodied, on an island with a dead manticore. Before the manticore had attacked, you had discovered that there was a boat on the west side of the island. There was an abandoned campsite, and then there is the manticore's nest, all of which are areas of possible interest. Eklund, flying from overhead, had also noticed that six of the graves appeared to be sunken in. Hmm. So, what do y'all want to do? Wasn't there stuff around the campfire? There was. Let's start over there, then we can make our way. Let's gather around the campfire and see. Yeah, so uh, you wanted to look around the campfire? Anyone who feels like looking around the campfire can give me a perception check, or I will also allow a survival check. That was a good perception. I got a nine on perception. Eighteen. By the way, that's a 7 for an 18. I just want to point that out. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Azatha, you got a 9. Eklin, you said you got an 18. Lensa? I got a 28. Dude! Yeah, no, I got a 9. You also got a 9. Okay. Lensa, as you are looking around, you will notice a couple of interesting things around the campfire. Yay. The first is that by the fire pit, there is a water skin which seems to be half full with wine. It's <gasps> my water skin now. There are some trail rations that look to be several months dried and old, and a glass vial. 
which has the dried remains of some sort of green substance that smells vaguely of carrots. Oh, cool. Hold up. Yes. All right. So, water skin with wine. Mm-hmm. Rations. Mm-hmm. Something that smells like carrots. Yep. That's what it is? Anyone who has um, either craft, alchemy, or knowledge arcana can try to identify the substance in the vial. Sure. Neither 18 arcana. I a 13. With the 18 arcana, you can tell that the bits of the substance, it's not a potion, but is an it is an alchemist's dark vision extract. Oh, cool. So, you know how alchemists basically cast spells through a potion that they can drink? Uh, that's what this is. It is the remnants of a dark vision extract from an alchemist. So alchemists make potions only they can drink? So alchemists have a couple of different shticks they can do. They can brew normal potions just like anyone, but each day they get a number of basically spell slots, but their spells are all personal that they actually cast by infusing a extract that they drink. Huh. But yes, so this is an, a dark vision extract, or the remnants of a dark vision extract. What do we do with it? I don't we know. can't do anything, but it gives us help that it was an alchemist here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could hold on to it in case it's useful. It might be able to... Actually, he'll hold open his bag. Does Eklund still have the ring right now? I gave it to you. Yeah, the other ring. Yeah. So you can talk to us. As we're discussing this, he mentions, speaking of evidence, and opens a wing toward the manticore's body. If we just come back and say it was a manticore, not the beast, who's gonna believe us? Take the body with us. Exactly. That's that's what I was thinking. I'm pretty sure they would have recognized a manticore entering someone's house. I mean... A manticore does not look like a big dude. Well, I mean, they haven't seen the beast beforehand. Plus, it was nighttime. They are only humans. Their eyesight isn't as good. I will point out that the beast had entered other homes before. Manticores don't have hands. They're off the roof. But it didn't. Yeah, that's... Okay, but maybe we should bring this anyway to be like, Hey, we killed this giant monster we found. You're welcome. What are you going to do with it? What are you going to ask for them? Not sure. Gratitude, maybe? I mean, we <laughs> killed this big monster thing. And by we, I mean, I forgot who killed it. Who cares? <laughs> L- look, all I'm saying is I don't think it was the manticore that they chased. I don't. Hey, yeah, but well, are we just gonna leave this here and be like, nope, nothing weird? Well, I mean, m- maybe? Let's, let's see what else is here. Eklund goes, yes. also, there's a dead guy in a tree back there. There's a- what? I'm I am go going over to check. Yeah, that's what? something that we leads leads them over to the dead Leads them over to the dead dwarf he saw last time. And the- he- Where's the dwarf? In the manticore's nest. Obviously, something <laughs> killed him. Lensa, could you talk to this guy? Um, sure. I'm gonna guess it was the manticore. Just, me know. too. Correction, I can't talk to him. I can channel him for you to ask questions to. Okay. Sounds yes, good. 
How many times can you do this? Uh, once per day. Actually, hold up. Back up. Can I do it once per day? You can do it. There's not a limit to the number of times you can do it. There's a limit to how often you can do it to any particular corpse. I can do it for, yeah, all right. So I can give you a minute to talk to him. Klingo's minute's better than nothing. Well, more like 30 seconds. It's five rounds. Plan your questions. He says, well, obvious one, what killed you? Also, what do you know about the Beast of Lipostat? All right, then. Sounds good. Why did he come to this island? I think that one's even more important. Yes. What killed you? Why were you here? Do that. All right. All right, then. Uh, As long as the spirit in my head doesn't have any objections to calling another one. No. I forgot his name. You've done seances, you know, you, you, you've you used your spirit channel while you had a spirit in you before, so it's not a problem. I know, I just want to check with him to make sure he's not objecting or anything. Oh no, he thinks this is going to make a fantastic story. Awesome, let's do this. You're lucky Eklund can't hear this guy. You can. So, his name is Edmund Ozan, by the way. Edmund Ozan, thank you. And you can hear him, he's partially in your head because he's giving you abilities. That's true. Oh, fun. Okay, so Eklund just- you notice Eklund do like a side glare whenever he starts talking. Like, just kind of a, yeah, I hate this guy. No, no, I like him! Rude! I want him to come back tomorrow. Do you say that, Eklund? Oh, no, no. Just a so- and not like- it's the look you'd give, like, an irritating minstrel. Like, some guy in the bar had too many to drink and is hamming it up with a bad mandolin. Eklund just gives him, like, a look like- yeah, okay, but can you just... <laughs> world would One be moment. a lot better with what? Again, oh, Eklund... this guy yeah. knows what you're thinking. Eklund, yeah. would you like to give me a diplomacy check? <laughs> I'm gonna screw you uh-huh. up, dude. God, oh. I screwed myself over. Come on. <laughs> 13. <laughs> Again, Eklund is not saying any... 13. Eklund's not saying any of this aloud. No, but he has a very high sense motive. He's literally inside your head. Yeah. Eklund, you've just managed to lose the uh, seance boost for the remainder of the day. Oh, that's uh-huh. Good job. Uh, not like I. It doesn't matter too much. I still have an 18 on strength. So yeah, you I just have. don't get the uh, plus two to damage. And what have we learned from this? Don't be needlessly <laughs> mean to the NPCs. <laughs> I think we've learned make the minstrel spirit shut up. All right, anywho. Um, oh we're taking away a lot so let's you're do this. you're going to you're going to channel the 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 dead dwarf? Yeah, let's do it. Let me double check how that oh. works. My friends is trying not to cry over this. Eklund's also more like get out of like Eklund's also had enough experiences with ghosts to be like get out of my head. <laughs> He's helping you. He was. Okay, but he was literally giving you abilities. Is anybody knowledgeable enough to try to make an estimate of how dead this dwarf is. I have, try. I have a good heal. I could do- Anyone with I have a good um, heal. heal check can can could try to figure out how long the dwarf has been dead. Twenty three. Twenty one. Uh, twenty three or twenty one. Either of you can tell that the dwarf is only about two weeks old. Two weeks dead. Two weeks. Two weeks, two weeks old. old. Yeah. Dear God, that's a tiny little dwarf. Yes. No. He has been dead for less than two weeks. About two weeks. 
Which means that his death happened after. Yes. Because the the whole we saw the beast thing went down a year ago. Yep. Yeah, and the so it looks like all the stuff at the campfire is about a month old, right? You would estimate that the fire and remains are probably it might be close to a year old. Can Lensa do anything similar? I know it's a D&D thing, but some clerics can do this thing called area read, where they pick up on... It's super high level, but they can pick up on and see visions of what happened in the past. Let me make sure that my notes are correct. So I have four months ago, as the fire on Carb Island, Crab Island. Okay, the fire on Carb Island I have is four months ago. The murders of the six children in Herstog I have as seven months ago. Right. And the ten people who were killed in Morast I have as a year ago. Correct. Okay. And we are in Morast now, correct? You are in Morast now. Okay. The remnants of the fire, I, I might have misstated earlier, They these look like it could be about a year old for the remnants of the fire, like the, the, the dried out food and... That is sus. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't the food have been eaten by that point? It's a friggin' manticore on the island. Maybe well, it doesn't like just the old rations. I was gonna say, manticores aren't big on old dried meat. Yeah. Especially not when there's fresh dwarf to be had. My right. dog isn't either, but if you drop it on the ground in front of him, he'll eat it. Then again, this is like a combination between a lion, human, and whatever else. Which is not a dog. Yeah, still, I feel like if you dropped food in front of it, it would eat it sooner or later. These things aren't as... They're intelligent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're not dogs. Probably has better sources of food that's more suitable for its own diet that it has better access to than just a tiny little bit of meat. Let me put it this way, Green. If you were starving, you might eat some beef jerky you found on the ground. But if you had other choices, you'd pick something else, wouldn't you? Yeah, that's true. Okay. I need a piece of beef jerky off the ground. I guess manticores must be smarter in Pathfinder than they are in D&D. Yeah. Yeah, Pathfinder is in D&D. Yeah. I know, but I, I, they seemed close enough in combat that I was just assuming their intelligence was the same too, but it's apparently not. Um, they're, they're not as smart as any of you, but they are as smart as a somewhat dumb person. So anyhow. Uh, you have a dead dwarf that you wanted to talk to. Yep. I'll channel the spirit. You guys know your questions. Remember, I won't right. be able to do much after channel. Let's do this. What is the... He does technically get a will save. I mean, it's the site of where they died, right? Assuming he died around here. Yeah. They get a will save as the spell call spirit. Does he really hate people that much? No. It was just more something of whether or not it was an automatic thing, like, by differing alignment or anything. Alright, anywho. Just give me... So you're gonna start the seance? Yeah. Alright. So, Lensa touches the corpse of this dwarf. Her eyes roll back in her head. And then, coming out of... out of Lensa's mouth, I am Orgoth Ironson. Who summons me forth? One says, like, we are a band of adventurers, and we're a mystery to solve. Ask. First, though this may seem blunt, what killed you? <laughs> Big old manticore over there. Although from the looks of it, y'all have taken care of it. 
Uh, figured as much. The other would be, why did you come to this island? Ah, well, I'm a adventurer by trade myself. I was making my way to Lepistad and got somewhat turned around and twisted in the swamp and had to make camp somewhere. This island seemed better than the open swamp, but uh, as I was uh, trying to find a good place to pitch my tent, the big thing flew in from the sky and, well, that would be my body over there, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. Why were you going to Lipestat? I was in search of adventure and gold. Do you know anything about the Feast of Lipestat? Can't say that I do. Do I believe any of this? Does Jaren believe any of this? I don't know. Does Jaren want to give me a sense motive check? Yes, Jaren would like to do that. Okay. Yeah, he, it's totally true. All of it. I mean, he doesn't seem to be dishonest. These all seem entirely too casual to be practiced lies anyways. Yep, totally true. Jared will ask the last question. Do you want us to take your body somewhere? Ah, no need, unless you're heading back to the Ironspin Mountains. Okay. Eklund glances at Lenza with a look like, are we? I don't know where we are. Lenza is back, by the way. Why are you looking at me like that? You can always ship him there. <gasps> what did I miss, and why are we shipping a dead body? Oh, don't worry, we don't have to. <laughs> I, I asked if we should do anything with his body. I don't think we're gonna, though. Oh, now what? It's worth pointing out that Lensa has absolutely no awareness of what is going on. Yeah, Eklund forgot that, and so did Green. So, the Manticore killed him. He was okay. on this island because it was here. Alright. Uh, he doesn't know anything doesn't... about the beast. Got it. Um, and, uh, unless we're headed back to, uh, the Iron Mountains... There's not really anything we should do with his uh, body. Okay. Well, now what? Goes. Do we go back? Do we bother going back to Lipostat, or are we on to the next village? Well, we have to go back to Lipostat. The trial starts tomorrow. But uh, how about we check out that boat and those graves, Ooh. and maybe somebody else could look in the water and see if there's a body. Boat. There. I want to look at the boat. I call boat. You could also check the body of the dwarf if you felt like it. Oh yeah, let's loot his body, and then Shit, not oh nail it. I forgot Eklund didn't leave <laughs> owl form the whole time, so this dwarf had a giant owl talking to him. Would he being an adventurer himself? Adventurer himself probably wouldn't care. Eklund is going to shift back, though. Okay. I would ask for the ring back. Do you need that anymore? He hands it back and goes, I hate not being able to speak Terran. Oh, thanks. I'm so sorry. So are you guys going to search the dwarf's body? Yes or no? Loot the dwarf's yeah. body. Yeah. Oh, not going to loot the dwarf body. Eklund doesn't like looting people. Look, he's not oh, using cool. it right now. Kind of dead. Yes, we are going to loot. Someone in the party is going to loot the body. So the dwarf's body had a uh, colorful patchwork coat. Um, and in the many, many pockets of the coat, there was an oil, a package of body balm, a silver hip flask that was uh, filled with brandy. A crimson felt purse with 31 platinum pieces and 22 gold pieces. A masterwork short sword and a wand. May I try to figure out what the wand is? I Absolutely. rolled spellcraft for the wand Okay. and I got a 26. Uh, the wand is a wand of ghost sound with 22 charges. Ooh. Nice. Ghost bear. 
No, no more ghost bears. Lenza <laughs> knows nothing about the ghost bear. Say the oil also has a uh, magic aura to it. Oh, cool! What kind of oil is it? I think I can oil for it. What is body balm? Balm for your body. What is it's it? Like, uh, it's like it's uh, like icy hot. Oh. It's that's not too far off actually. When the uh, body bomb is boiled in water and given to a creature to drink, it will give the creature a plus five bonus on whoever is trying to heal them's heal checks for either long-term care, treating poison, or treating disease. That's nice. So basically, it's the, this is useful if you don't have magical healing, but you have someone with the heal skill who's giving you long-term care. It's medicinal tea. Basically. Although it doesn't smell very good. Eklund, medicinal Eklund would tea like to carry that. <laughs> Eklund would like to carry it if he can. Sure. I was gonna say, I'll let those uh, 26 and 22 roll over for the oil. The oil is an oil of keen edge. When applied to a weapon, it will make the weapon keen, in, which improves its crit range. That only works on a sharp weapon you can't make a can't make your quarter staff keen i figure it works on a weapon like a masterwork short sword it would work on a masterwork <laughs> short sword yeah mm. does anyone want that short sword um i don't i'm Eklund good someone's Eklund just summons his claws and shakes his head go for it i have it on me Alright, does anyone have a bladed weapon uh, that I do. can use this oil of keen? I have I one. I think I have one. I haven't checked. You have a rapier! Yeah, I Your do. Your rapier is already keen. Oh, yeah. Uh, then I have a elven curved blade. So, Lensa is the best candidate for the oil? Lensa, or if you're going to keep the short sword, you. I'm not going to keep the short sword. Okay. I don't use weapons unless absolutely All necessary. So it's then, one yeah. oil of keen. Of keen edge, yeah. I mean, if nobody else takes the weapon, I will. Or you guys could sell it. Or we could sell it. Clint also wants the brandy, but he knows that if he he's planning to sneak it because he knows if he goes for it, the others are all gonna like smack his hand. I mean, Jaren was just going to pass it to him. Oh, okay. I'm taking the wine one that we found over by the campfire, so go ahead. <laughs> All right. I just want to check out the boat. Okay. And who is holding on to the wand of ghost sound? Which one of our two casters? I can. Is sure. it on your spell list? I think so. Probably the one. If that not, I can still hold on to it. I got a good use magic device. Fair. Hmm. I'm gonna say Azatha can definitely use. Maybe we could give it to a maybe we can give it to Azatha because she might be able to use it to keep herself from getting mushed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fair. <laughs> like, like, oh, don't come after me! There's a big bear over there. <laughs> what is it with lesser ghost, ghost bears? Guys, I don't like ghost bears. They're scary. Stop. Wait, what? What about ghost bears? <laughs> no. You, you wouldn't get it. Eklund cracks up. Uh, you guys are also going to check out the boat. Correct? To the boat! Yeah. <laughs> I like and both. then someone else was going to check the, 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 the empty graves. Or empty, empty graves. Graves. 
the sunken in graves. Where oh, are the graves. the the graves at? Are they all in one? Excuse me. Are they all in one place? They're in this area. So okay. All right. Give me a perception check for the boat. Oh. Oh. Okay. Boat-o. Perception check. Boat. I need to roll things. I'm gonna have Eklund look at the boat too, just because his perception is high enough. I don't want to waste the chance. I like boats. Boats are cool. That is a 17 from Jaren. I got a 26. Three for a 14. Is Lenza and Azatha not going to go over to the boat? I would go over to the graves first. Yeah, graves. Okay. Alright, I'll get back to you guys in a second then for the graves. Alright, yep. over by the boat, you will notice the following. In the bottom of the boat, there is a bit of dried blood. You will also notice that the boat has a single orb a moldy leather travel bag. Ooh, cool. And there is a length of rope that is attached to the boat that stretches into the water. Is it an anchor? Do you pull on the rope? Yes. Okay. Give me a strength check. Okay. I got a four. <laughs> so Lyris pulls on the rope, and whatever is at the other end of this rope is too heavy for you to pull up. Yeah, I suppose does much. So it's probably an anchor. Clint is going to try. Sports. Okay. 19. Alright, so Eklund, it takes some work, but pulling, the rope is attached to a very heavy bag. The bag is large. It's uh, definitely big enough to hold a person. I knew you'd say that. I don't think it's a body, is it? And even though it has been soaking in the water, you can blood stains in the bag. Oh boy. Eklund just like, well, better get this over with and hope I've seen worse, and cuts the top off with his claws. Okay. He has his claws out in case anything jumps out at him. Sure. The interior of the bag has the following. Dead guy. There is some rotted rope, a leather strap, maybe three inches thick, and maybe a foot in length, a lantern that has rusted and the glass has broken in, three heavy, heavy knives. They don't look like they would be well-suited to fight with, but you might use them to skin something. And a rusted shovel. There is no body. He just mutters in Terran, I have a bad feeling about this. I mean, this looks like a grave robber's kit to me. Anyone who'd like can also give me another perception check on the contents of the bag. I will do that. 31 on a nat 20. Ooh. 12. Mm. Of course I waste my 31 over here. I got a 20. It wasn't a waste. So, Eklund, as you're looking at this, you notice something else. In the undergrowth just on the edge of the island, there is a leather case. One's gonna walk over and nervously grab for it. Pause okay. still. Illyris, you notice that the uh, leather strap looks like in the center of it there are teeth marks. Ooh. Gag. Like human teeth marks. Well, that's just lovely, isn't it? Someone was gagged. Oh. Kinda looks that way. Yeah. Well, isn't that a. Uh... We will get back to the uh, leather case in a moment. Let's go over to our spellcasters who are examining six graves. 
Surely nothing bad can happen to them. This is the reason why I went over there. <laughs> yeah, grave time. Go ahead and uh, you guys can also give me a percent check. Now I can't roll well. 15. Aww, that means something same. bad's gonna happen. I got an 11. Uh, a 15 is enough that you can tell that the six graves that Eklund identified from the above, it looks like they have been recently dug up. Um, well, not recently, but more recently than the other graves around them. It wouldn't take much to get to the uh, to those graves if you wanted to. Sit. All right. Um, so you dig through down to one, and uh, you find the wooden coffin. Do you open it? I regret this, but yes. Uh, it is empty. That's not good. That is not good. Yep. I'll check another. Oh. Same thing. All right, all of them are empty? If you want to take the time to dig all six of them up. Sure. Yeah. All right. Um, meanwhile, Eklund, you had a leather case. I would like to very nervously open it, but again, okay. I'm holding it out pretty far, and I have one claw in front of my face to guard it the whole time. Okay. So when you open it, you see that it is filled with a set of very finely made tools. They look like scalpels and uh, a very fine pick and whatnot. Scissors made of silver with amethyst handles. Good. That's not for any creepy rituals or anything. Eklund goes, alright, it was a rich murderer then. Gonna have to himself. Anyone who'd like can give me a heal check or a perception check. Which one has the lower DC, or are they the same? They are to discover different things. Can I do both? Yeah. It's an 18 for perception. Okay. 23 on perception, 14 on heal. With a 14 on the heal, you can't tell what what exactly these tools would be used for. But you do notice that on the handle of the tools, there is a small symbol that looks like a raven, which you could tell would be some sort of maker's mark. Like, whatever craftsperson made these basically signed it. Huh. Look for a raven, then. Look for a raven? Eklund lifts his head, he goes... Someone with a raven symbol made these tools. Oh, oh yeah, she isn't there. I thought she was. Yeah, she's not. Well, she could have heard him <laughs> mutter it under his breath. We're a bit busy, so uh, probably not. Yeah, kind of div- mm. digging up graves right now. Uh, did, hey, at least you now you make us sound like grave robbers. He goes, <laughs> kind of are. He we does, are not. You're grave visitors. Just see what's there <laughs> and then leave. We're, uh, we're figuring out uh, who robbed the graves. I don't know. I'll also allow anyone who's uh, over by Eklund to make an appraise check on the tools. I have that. I don't think I have that. I'm sure you have it. You're a rogue. You would want to know what's valuable. I have it, valuable. but I have no... That's a 20 I... on appraise. Appraise. Hold um... on. Oh, I do have that. I don't keep track of things. I got a 17. Jaren, you would guess that these tools would be worth somewhere in the realm of 300 gold. Holy. Ooh, those are, uh, those are, uh, worth a lot of money. 
I like money. Eklund goes, these things... I don't know what to make of them. They look like you'd use them to murder someone, but they're so fancy. I mean, they look like Get medical off. tools. Have you not been to a doctor? Of course he hasn't. The rock. Right. Raised by owls. <laughs> I mean, I've known a druid, but I've never been to a doctor. All of my healing over my whole life has been magical. Huh. That's fair. Well, they're worth a lot of money. So, we'll just hold on to those. Okay. <laughs> should get some money for these, then. If they're not evidence, no, we, just... <laughs> we can use they... them for money. Can be... He grunts and goes, I feel like we're missing a bunch of pieces to this stupid puzzle. And then kicks a tree. Oh, I forgot. There was one other thing that you would have noticed um, in the boat. In El Boto. There was a piece of leather that looks vaguely like a face. Hmm. Eklund hisses out a sigh and he flips it. He like flips it over with his toe, like trying to see what it's made of before he actually touches it. Probably skin. Yeah. Looks like it's uh, made of face. Jaren's just gonna pick it up. Eklund, so dainty. Can I poke it? Eklund gets a look on his face like he's about to hurl like he did in the very beginning when they uh... Guys, I'm gonna poke it. Professor. No, po poke a... No, don't. I'm gonna I'm poke gonna... the face. Can I poke the face while I'm holding it? Yes. Eklund goes, the face... It's dead face. The we done over Why there is so there a dead face them? in the boat? Yeah. Th there's a the what? Medic can't yell at me for poking it. I'm just gonna <laughs> carry the. You face. are wholly missing the point here. I'm just uh, gonna yeah, carry the face good. over to the grave people. Like um. Okay. Face. Does it mean anything to you? <laughs> no. No. Other than why are you holding it? Because it I was not. in the boat. So, is this just the face or is this a head? It's a face. Does the face look familiar? Not to you. Does it look familiar to me? Are you nope. any of us? What if no. we. No, we just handled the dwarf. We can't ask him. Hey, weird spirit of my head? Yes. I wouldn't call him weird, but. Sure. Does this face mean anything to you? Well, it's been 142 years since I've been able to travel across the face of Galarian, not counting the times you've invited me inside your head. So, uh, I haven't seen a great many faces that you have not seen yourself, at least that are still around. Well, that's fair. That I mean, whoever the face belonged to probably isn't around. They're probably dead. How old is the I face? Assumed. And I just sort of thrust it toward, um, Lensa. How old is uh, the face? God, back it up. Ew. Jaren, can I hold the face? <laughs> I want to turn it. Let me hold no. the face. So the face has been alchemically preserved. You can tell that. But that makes it very hard to identify how long it has been a face. Alright, well, how long has it been a face before face. it was preserved? Can I, can I hold the face? I mean, like, how old was the person? Yeah, maybe? Or how 
How long did it take them to preserve the face? I was more thinking, um, how long's it been a face without a head? I can't do that with it being preserved. Yeah, I mean, again, the alchemical preservation makes it almost impossible to tell. The other things that were in the boat look like they've been there for quite a while. They've been pretty thoroughly rotted or rusted by the weather. Can, can we put the face away? Can I hold it? I want it. No! I goes, and if you put it in your bag, I'm going to throw up. I want to touch the face. Does the face look like it's used for something? Like, is it just I mean, a floppy piece yeah. of skin? You could wear it like a mask. A brief interjection here. You might notice that there is a break in our recording. This is because at this point during the session, one of our players chose to play the X card, which is an optional tool used for role-playing games and storytelling that can help a player or the game master avoid a circumstance that is making them uncomfortable or that they feel is ruining the moment or the scene. This is designed as a safety valve, and it was something that we felt was very important to bring in for playing a horror game with a bunch of teenagers. I do encourage all of our listeners to read up about the X card. I've included some helpful information in the liner notes of this episode. We're going to pick back up, but the point being that one player felt uncomfortable with the direction things were going with the face, so she let us know. We stopped, we talked about it, we moved on. We established that the face does exist, but we are going to no longer dwell on it. Back to the action. Oh, we just found a face. What are we going to do with it? I'm going to stick the face in my bag. I will let Lenza or Agatha make a heal check now, by the way. Oh, okay. 19. I've used all my good rolls, guys. The face broke me. <laughs> I got it, too. Two? Ew. A 19 is going to be enough with both the surgical tools that they found and the face present. You would realize that the tools that are there would be well suited to remove a face without damaging it. Yeah, I assumed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ollie. Gee, it's almost like if they're going to find a face in a boat and a bunch of surgical tools, you know, maybe you're using those tools to remove the face. Right. Okay, why I'm was just confirming it? Maybe it was for medical reasons. Maybe it's not a psychopath, right? The question is why would you remove a face? For medical reasons, of course. Oh, Eklon chokes out, Eklon gets out, beast. Replace it with another face, of course. There's no <laughs> valid reason in any medical way. Make a beast. Really, really bad plastic surgeon. No, I Magic agree. people! I is there any reason why you would remove your face? No. <laughs> so, I can't say that, that I would do that. Oh, I like my face. I will allow... Alright, give me one second to double check what the appropriate skill would be. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know. And Lens is assuming. The bunch I'm of graves over robbed. here texting my dad under the thing about what the name of the doctor was from Bride of Frankenstein. It's not Frankenstein. <laughs> so far, this has been a direct parallel to Bride of Frankenstein, down to quote. It's not Frankenstein! Alright, I will allow anyone who wishes to make a knowledge arcana, planes, or nature check. I have, I have nature. 
don't know if I have any of those. Probably not. Of course, I roll a seven. Oh, uh, I get a seven. I roll a two. I got a seventeen. So you couldn't, you can't think for sure of what, like what type of creature, but, or what type of magic, but it certainly doesn't seem outside the realm of possibility that there are magical ways of using a stolen face as part of a magical disguise. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, also, you could potentially use it in some kind of magic ritual, whatever, to use it as a disguise. That makes logical sense, but... But you shouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're right. My next question is, do... Are do we to need ask? to sh Do we need to find out if someone in the village knows this face? How do you plan on asking them in any Do you way? know this face? <laughs> Just <laughs> pulling a face out of a bag to a town that already doesn't really like us. We're and in just be like, yeah, you know this or face. or other. Do you recognize this person? And then we just pull out a severed face. <laughs> Eklund yeah. mutters something under his Pillars. breath about even I'm more eloquent than that. Okay, clearly... Clearly I suggest being more tactful than that. How do we tactfully ask someone, Hey, have you seen this face that we found? I have we say... We could get a crayon and some paper and do one of those rubbings that you do with, like, leaves, but for the face. No! <laughs> I will point out that Lazny was actually fairly well disposed to you when you guys left. Yes, and so was the only other people in person in the town we've actually met. And I don't think we want our first impressions to be, hey, here's a severed face. I mean, so we'll talk to Lasty. My suggestion Fine. is we go to Lasty and go, while we were looking, we found something disturbing. Brace yourself. We think, we think you may need to look at it in case you recognize the person it came from, but you should be prepared that it's just a face. Fine. I'll, I'll do... That is China. literally as delicate as we can be, and we we might need to know if this that's person valid. is someone they know. I guess that's fair. Oh, God, knows that's true. God, that's disgusting. I'm not oh. saying it just to be a big meanie edgelord. <laughs> <laughs> What's an edgelord? You don't strike me as a big meanie edgelord. So. I don't feel like edgelord would be a word that people would use. <laughs> Jaren is so edgy. Eklund, <laughs> Jaren, no. Fine. Do you want? Okay. Now, can we go look in the water for a big body? What? Okay. For bodies in the water. <laughs> that was pretty clear. They said that the beast got attacked by a caiman and it took it underwater. Definitely goes fair, and then kind of staggers half. So let's look for big remains. I will accept either a perception or a swim check. What's swim? Well, that's bad. Nope, we're gonna perceptscape. Oh my god, I can't roll five today. That's a 14 on <gasps> That's a 20! Oh, I guess we're good then. <laughs> Hold on. Natural 20. What does the natural 20 give you? Wait, this is perception, right? Or swim. 
if you want to actually get in the water. Oh, I want to get in the water. Hold on. Uh, I already rolled perception. Can I roll swim? If you'd prefer. I feel like Illyris's motto is no regrets, no lessons learned. Well, don't you have the... Okay, nat 20 on swim. Love the swimming and climbing? Yeah. She does. A nat 20 for swim. Jaren? Damn, we're finding all the things. Jaren already did this when we got to the... I, when we got here. Oh, okay. So he's asking the others to do it. Oh, nat 20, okay. I mean. We got two nat 20s right. over here. So we have a, a 32 on perception. We have a 25 on perception and also a 24 swim. If there was a body anywhere near the edge of this island, it has long since gone away. You don't find any evidence of a body. Hmm. Okay. Alright. Find anything. Now what? So, while they were over there doing that, Jared is going to have a look around where all of the graves have been messed with. Dug up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that is a 23 one perception. Okay. Yeah, you're not going to notice anything uh, other than that there are six graves that seem to have been disturbed. Okay. Are there they're not headstones or anything marking? There are not. Okay. Um, there are the little fetishes made of uh, string and twigs hanging in the trees over the br- graves, but there's no names or anything like that on them. And do they all look the same, all of the fetishes? Do they all look... I mean, they're not identical because, you know, they're all made from random bits of twig and whatnot, but they all seem similar enough that you don't think that... You can't, like, make out a... They're not meant to be distinguishing. Right, yeah. It's not like, well, this fetish is supposed to be a man, and this fetish is a woman, and this one is a wizard. Okay. Not to imply that a wizard is not a man or a woman, but you know that, and, and that, that, want that kind of thing. There's, <laughs> and, there's nothing, nothing that seems to be distinguishing, but they're all individually made and all handmade, so none of them are identical. Either. And do any of the non-disturbed graves have markings? Yes, there are there are markings kind of hanging all over the trees. All- but I mean, like um, the non-disturbed graves, do they have like the equivalent of a headstone? Or are all of these graves no. essentially unmarked? Yeah, all of the graves are, are only marked by the fetishes hanging in. Okay. When we get back, we should also ask, maybe we should ask first, if there's a, um, some kind of record of who's buried where. You could ask. Oh, that was that was Jaren saying that to the rest of the group. Fine then, we can do that. Say, so, do you want to dig up any of the other graves? No. No. Eklund shrugs. Up I mean, to maybe all of this, still looking like he's trying not to puke. Maybe we might want to dig up one of the ones that don't look like they've been disturbed to see, to see if there's still a body in it, or something else. Uh, yes, no. You are going to dig up one of the graves just to check, or? I mean, I feel like maybe we should just to see what's. I help. Eklund's just kind of like, you guys can go be gravediggers, be merry gravediggers if you want. Eklund is out of it. He might watch, but he's not about to go get a shovel. Well, fortunately, you guys have a shovel. You found a rusted shovel in the bag. Okay, he's not about to go use a shovel. (laughs) And uh, I also have a shovel, uh, which I will pull out of my bag. 
Okay. I will Mary Poppins that shovel on out. <laughs> so you, don't you also have the Traveler's Any Tool? I don't have that. I believe that Eklund has that. You do? I just checked my equipment. No, Soria had it. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. No. So that's, that's a different uh, it's a different thing. <laughs> different character played by Green. But yes, so you guys have two shovels, so it, it would not be difficult to dig up another one of the graves. So we'll, we'll pick one and dig it up. Sounds good. And All this right. one we will rebury properly. Okay. Yeah. Once we're done. While they're doing this, since Eklund is pointedly not, Eklund, give me either a knowledge nature or a survival check. Your choice. Boy. Uh, my nature isn't wonderful, but my survival is. That 20 for a 29, and if it in involves tracking, it's a 32. Okay. So one thing that you notice as you are not looking at digging up the grave is that the body of the manticore was heavily pregnant. Oh. 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 Okay, Eklund's just gonna burst into tears. <laughs> I feel bad. Hey, somebody cesarean that thing. Clint is going to walk over and he puts his hands on it to see if there's anything he can do. He feels awful. Like, no, you guys have spent a, I mean, it's taken you at least an hour at this point for all of the searching around. If there was any way to save what was inside the manticore, it is long. Okay, Eklund's just going to, Clint's going to walk behind a tree and cry his eyes out. With the uh, 20. I'm going to say that you would be able to tell that based on how long the dwarf had said he's been dead and the relatively new construction of the nest, the manticore probably came to this island after becoming pregnant and was nesting here to give birth. Thanks for making me feel like... <laughs> <laughs> They're evil, y'all. They are. They are? Yeah. It doesn't yeah. matter. It was still oh. a mother. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> wow. What? It literally was. It, it literally wasn't. We stopped that. Don't <laughs> say it like that. It's <laughs> awful. So, I mean, we really did awful. just kind of bust in here where it was living, and we killed it. So they are evil, though. They are evil, and it attacked us first. It's not alive. Yeah, thanks. That's obviously the well, right thing to do. turns to Lenza and goes, Do you have anything that could bring something back that's... I'm sorry. Even if I could, I'm not that powerful. I can't yet manipulate life and death. You're a bunch of baby killers. Okay, you should. They're like... <laughs> no, I don't think we could talk to anyone who could do that, who would be like, You want me to what? Yeah. As you uh, finish digging up the body, or digging up the grave... Hang on a minute, I'm just realizing just... the implications of this. It came here a few weeks ago. There's a male manticore wandering around here somewhere. They don't tend to... They don't usually raise their young as a... Still, it's pair. close enough. Not necessarily. There's a male manticore oh, close enough to this like area. Quite to far. And it has been a one-time thing. I'm just hoping to find a meaning in that besides, hooray, your character murdered a mom. She wasn't a mom yet. We killed a now pregnant man before. And a bunch of babies. 
Oopsies. Worse than that Mind Flayer comic. So you've dig you've dug up a, a a coffin. You can tell immediately when you dig it up that uh, there is still a body inside the. All right. Um, do you open it? No. Okay. I see no reason to if we know the body's in there. I'm going okay. to peek inside of it. Of course. Okay. Of course. I do have a crowbar, if needed. Jaren. Yeah. Um, the body is. It's not that it isn't rotted, but it's a lot less rotted than you would have expected. It almost looks like it's been naturally mummified. At the swamp. Interesting. I, I will go. Um, does this look normal? No. Clint just hoarsely goes, Nothing is normal and everything is broken, Jaren. Leave me alone. But I'm talking to you. Does this look normal? Yeah, it looks <laughs> wrong, uh, I'll, I'll actually. Check. Uh, heal or knowledge nature? Oh, heal. I got 12 on knowledge nature. 18 on heal? So, I mean, it's possible that between the minerals and the very cold temperature underneath the ground here, because it's surrounded by water, and the low oxygen, that, yeah, essentially it's been a... Bog mummy. Bog mummy. Natural, uh, naturally occurring bog mummification happening here. Okay. We'll close that back up. And cover that back up. And then I guess go back to town? Okay. Yeah, let's right. just move on out of here. Let's do it. So, at this point, it's probably about two in the afternoon. Based on the position of the sun. Oh. When you get back to... When you get back to Morass. It's about two in the afternoon. So boat back in, and uh, Lazny is uh, sitting out by where the boats have been tied, kicking back in a uh, wooden <laughs> folding chair, uh, chewing a, a big, long weed of some sort. Enjoy well, Enjoying his impromptu day off? Yeah, basically. Did we happen to take, do anything with a manticore's body? Uh, what are we gonna do? Hold it on a boat? That's not gonna work. Oh, that's um, what I thought. I mean, I feel like we just left it there, because right. if they want it, they can go get it. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, is that kid around at all? You don't immediately see him, no. Yeah, okay. let's not start with the kid. I'm trying to make sure that the kid is not around when we talk to Lasty. Ah. Uh. So, uh, Eklund did not fly like he did on the way there, and he's just, he's, and he, in fact, as you pull up, he doesn't get off the front of the boat, or he's just Eklund. Eklund. It was attacking us first. So, a few things happened over there. Uh, first, oh, what'd you find? Uh, uh, first of all, there was a manticore. Oh, it's, that's terrible. It It's dead now. Mm -hmm. well, that's less terrible. And there's not really a. Oh, do you do you have a like a a record of who's buried where over there? Like a like something in a book? No, no. Should Just thought I check because there are um about six or so graves that have been exhumed, dug up, and emptied. Exa ah, someone does them. wasn't content to kill our members. But also dug up our dead. Um, I think it was Not probably a some kind of magical person. 
I never could trust wizards. And and a third thing that we found that there is just absolutely no good way to ask this question because it's really disturbing and gruesome. Mm-hmm. But we found something. We found a face. Just a face. And I I kind of think that it's important to know if you knew the face to whom this belonged. But Probably there's one of the people that the beast took, but they're go ahead, oh, bring yeah, it back. yeah. So I'll pull out the face. So Lazdy kind of looks at it, kind of studies and goes, "Well, ain't no one from around here, but kind of looks like a uh, like old Nan Cleveland." Huh. Like who? Uh, Nan. Nan was a uh, well, <laughs> you city folk would probably call her a poacher, but uh, she'd bring meat. Here to uh, to the village, about uh, once a moon, sell off what she found. You know, sure weren't licensed to hunt or anything, but uh, but it was good meat. So you know, we're always happy to see Nan when she came. But we ain't seen her in uh, on now about a year. Okay, well, um, my suggestion is that if you if you do happen to see her again, maybe run away. Well, <laughs> <laughs> looks like a. You're gonna be the only person seeing her anytime soon, looks like. Eklund is Eklund mutters absentmindedly, you need a license to hunt. <laughs> so I will I will put the face away. Thank you. <laughs> and um there's that's really um I think that's everything of note. The Manticore well, body is still out there if you have any use for Manticore. Ain't none that comes to mind. Okay. Well, I guess I'll be seeing y'all at the trial tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I guess. Tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate the assistance and the cooperation. I was and... not aware it was tomorrow. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, it's tomorrow. And uh, we will be on our way, I suppose. Oh, uh, is the, the house that was broken into, is that still in its broken into... Has anybody fixed it? Well, there are a couple of houses that got broken into, but uh, the one that was broken into the knot that the beasts were killed, no, we fixed that door because there's still someone living there. Oh, okay. Was there one that was broken into that the person is no longer with us? Well, there there were several. And have they been, have people been using it or? Ain't been no need yet. And if our youngins are old enough to need a place their own yet. Would it be okay if we looked at those before we left? Of course. I think we should go look at them. Okay. Probably a good idea. So uh, he'll uh, call the the, the kid back over. And yeah, yeah, what can I do for you? Show these these, uh, folks uh, the old widow's place. Oh, all right. And we'll lead you up back into the gangplanks that uh, take the houses over the swamp. And, uh, yeah, you can see the, the, the house. The door appears to have had the handle forced open. Like, it was twisted so that it broke the lock. Right. And then shoved open. Does the doorway look big enough for the beast to fit through? For, mm. Like, for that matter, does the, the gangplanks that lead to and from these houses look sturdy enough to hold something like the beast? 
I will allow perception or a knowledge engineering. Can we all? Yep. Alright. Oh, perception. If I keep Ooh. rolling that, I'm bound to get some good rolls again. <laughs> I'm at 20 on perception. 26 on perception. 18. 30. Oh, not 20. 18. Alright. With the 30 and the 28 and the 26, the door, you can see what looks like a little bit of damage through the doorways. Like, whatever came through the door was, you know, big enough that it kind of scraped across the door and might have broken a little bit of, like, the... Not really molding, but broken away some of the... The door frame? By the edge of, yeah. The beast seems a little bigger. Okay. Than even that. Maybe if the beast was very careful and trying not to burst the door, he could break through with only doing that much damage. But you're pretty certain that, actually, no, these gangplanks, prop certainly based on the footprints that you found at the university, and, you know, the beast's choice in footwear, no, you don't think these gangplanks would have held the beast. And is that the only way to feasibly get up to this door? No, you could climb the trees. Oh, do the trees look like they would hold the... Yes, they do. Okay. Although you're not actually sure if the beast is nimble enough to climb, to climb trees. Yeah. But you also don't know that he isn't. You haven't had a chance to figure that out. To ask. Yeah. All right. I guess we will take a look inside. Okay. So what you see is a very simple home. There's a bed. There's a chest. There doesn't be a lot in the way of personal possessions here. You see a picture on the wall. That looks like a older man. It looks like it was uh, drawn in charcoal. Um, there's some, you know, lead candle holders. Can you? I will turn to um, Lensa and ask. Do you think you could talk to this person? The spirit who died in this house, or who was taken from it? I don't know if they died in it or were taken from it. If it died here, I can probably talk to it. If it was taken away and died somewhere else, I can't promise. I mean, we can try is it though. Worth the try? It doesn't hurt me to try. I just, you know, it's guess possible I might call another spirit in this location. But if there's a different spirit in this location, well, it might still be useful to ask about. So, why it's here? If a spirit comes, we should first ask it who it is. Sure. Is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> if it doesn't introduce I would recommend itself right away. <laughs> if it doesn't introduce itself. So, who are you is one of our questions. I what next killed question? you and what do you know about the beast? Uh, well, we, what killed we you? Could, how did you die might answer both of those. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then I guess go from there based on the answers we get if we have more time. Yeah, sure. Let's do that then. And this is assuming a spirit comes to me. I guess I'm going to do a seance. You do your seance, reaching out, and there is no spirit to be found here. This house is cleansed. Actually, no. I'm going to rewind that. Oh. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, so Lensa does her seance. Her eyes roll back in her head. Woo. And 
a deeper voice comes out of Lenz's mouth, and it says, uh, Liana? Are, are you the one who calls me back? Clint blinks, surprised. I don't think so. No. Who are you? Name was Carl in life. I died in that bed right over there. Um, oh. Uh, of natural causes, I assume. Well, or natural. Not unless you call blood loss from having a caiman bite your arm off natural. Uh oh. Clint goes, how many years ago was this? What year is it? Eklund gives a look around like, dear god, I don't know. <laughs> I'm assuming I would know the year. Gee, if only, you know, your GM had made you guys a- Handy the calendar? Timeline of the campaign. Eklund doesn't know what year it is. That's For the record, it's I never year... saw that. Okay, it's in your guides in the journal. It's 4711. 4711. I've uh, been dead nigh on to 20 years now. Oh, yay. Right. <laughs> um, you didn't happen to see the beast attack, did you? A different what? beast than the caiman. Oh, those big monster corpse stitches together. Nah, I can't say that I have. Okay, fair. Where's Liana? We don't actually know who that is. One calling you is Lensa, but the only similarity I can think of is in name. Lensa, you're back. I'm sorry? I'm glad well, we didn't find the spirit we were looking for. No, we 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 summoned Carl, and he he seemed to think that you were someone called Liana. Um, um the little kid who is standing by the doorway this whole time. <gasps> Oh, oops! Liana was 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 the widow's name. Was the whose name? Widow. Widow that was killed by the beast. Uh, oh, that makes sense. Cause now we know why she was a widow. Yeah. One blinks five or six times and then just says in a small voice, "Can we go home?" Wait a minute. So I'm assuming she was married to Carl. I'm gonna ask the boy this. Well. I mean, she's been a widow for longer than I've been alive, but uh, I, th I, th I think her, her, her husband's name was, was, was Carl. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, I'm glad we didn't tell him what happened to her. Wait, hold on. If she, if he's looking for her, that means she's not, she's either not dead or... or she's not wherever he is. Her spirit is... Fair still somewhere else and didn't you guys I, I will allow anyone who has knowledge of religion <gasps> I could do that <laughs> maybe 19 because I can't roll above a 10 right now so you would Lenza you would know and this is especially true because not just knowledge religion but kind of professional knowledge for you <laughs> it can sometimes take spirits years to make their way through the graveyard or through the boneyard and be judged by Phrasma to make to go on to their final rest. Um, so the fact that he didn't know that his wife was dead yet doesn't mean that she isn't dead or that her spirit has been taken. It just means that they haven't been reunited in the afterlife yet. Oh, they probably just haven't been reunited. There's no guarantee that she's alive or spirit has been captured in any way. Alright, we should keep that in the back of our minds. Because of the other I'm stuff. I'm not saying it's not possible. 
just a guarantee. Okay. I mean, I guess we're done here now, right? I think so. I guess. I'm going to have so many nightmares, Eklund mutters as he walks out. So one last thing as you guys, um, you, so you, uh, you make your goodbyes, you get, you know, return the votes to the people you rented them from, uh, get back onto your ponies and horses, oh, um, and start heading back towards, uh, towards Levistat. And it's probably about, it'll be about three o'clock in the afternoon when you get back to Levistat. Um, I'll, I, I would like anyone who has, uh, knowledge local to give me a, uh, Check. It is a 21. Oh, that is a natural one. 22. Hopefully it's an 8. Yeah, it's 17. This makes sense then that Jaren and Lensa are the ones who think of it since they've been to Levistat before just now. It does occur to you that those surgeon's tools, those wouldn't be something you would find just anywhere. You know, the, the, those would be made by a skilled craftsperson or an artisan. But it does occur to you that there are a number of such artisans who are in Levistat because of Levistat University. And if you were to go to the surgeon's flats and look around in those in that shop or you know, those shops in that area, you might be able to use the mark of that raven to figure out who made those tools. Who made them? Okay. That could be useful. Assuming that it was from Lepistat. They may, they may not be from Lepistat, but if they are... But it's maybe. worth looking into. Yeah. Alright, do we want to look into that first, or do we want to report back to our attorney friend? Let's go to our attorney friend, and then if we have time, check on that. So the new question is, do we show the beast the face? Oh. Maybe we shouldn't? I still feel like we should. Because, I mean, like, what if the beast knows the face? Exactly. One thing that you would all realize that might affect your decision about what order to do things. Most of the shops are not going to be open much later than six in the evening. Hmm. So we might we want to do that, first. do that first. While you guys are trying to determine whether or not w what you want to do first, I think that is where we are going to leave off with our heroes. Ah. Uh. Uh. So. <laughs> with a skinned face, a set of surgical tools, some information, and a whole lot more questions, we will pull back from our heroes. And, as always, keep an eye open for mimics. Never feed a goblin or a face-stealing monster. And something something dragons. <laughs> something something dragons uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc. Used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. Something Something Dragons is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, visit paizo.com. Aryan Crown Trial of the Beast was written by Richard Pett. If you like what you're hearing, come check out our other shows on Twitch and YouTube at the Untold Stories Project. Also, drop us a review in iTunes. It really helps people find us. You can also join our Discord server at Untold Stories Project or send us an email at untoldstoriesandgames at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.